Okay, welcome back. Episode 26, MUFC Pubcast. Just here trying to cure the boredom of your international break. Um, Larry has joined us again as he smashes his phone down on the table. Now, the international break is killing us. Um, feels like it hasn't even started yet. Now, we're going to play a game, Larry. Okay, we yeah, both have a pen and paper. Yeah, we're, we're playing knots and crosses or what? Um, the old boxes game. The old boxes? No? I'm too old? I could have gone somewhere else with that, but I chose not to. <laughs> okay, what we're going to do with the international theme, we have going to put together our, all, well, not all time 11, but a best 11. Now, two teams. You can only have one player from each nation. So, yep. for example, if I pick David Beckham at, on my right wing, I cannot have Wayne Rooney, and Larry cannot have Wayne Rooney. So the two teams are going to involve, are going to have 22 different nationalities. So if Larry picks David De Gea in goals, I can't pick one matter in midfield, for example. Okay, so we're going to go one by one. We'll see. Okay, you can pick your striker first. You can pick your right back first. So, as you said, Larry just said before before the podcast started that that'll cause chaos. But I think that's the best way to Bring do it. Bring on the anarchy. Okay, now probably the most important thing. Who goes first? We're gonna. Oh, it's gonna be me for sure. Okay. Uh, okay. That, it's a, it's that, the right that, thing that, to yes. do, Tom. Okay, so play along at home. Obviously, you at home won't have unless you want to play a third team. Um, having well, that thirty-three nationalities. But I think no, that, mate. Might, that might be a bit tricky. This is already tricky enough. Okay. No, I want no, to avoid not, a headache. Not for us. I'm talking to people listening at home. Oh, okay. Okay. No, basic English. I'll keep it simple. Okay, Tom's so, the teacher, he makes things sophisticated. Okay. Shout out to bringing paper and pen though. Well, it's our boarding passes from Perth, which I haven't thrown out of my bag, and a Sharpie <laughs> pen. <laughs> it is too. <laughs> okay, um, so we're prepared as always. Right. So, Larry, on the clock, your first pick. And when we do do a bit of a pick, we'll just give maybe a best moment, favourite moment of said player. Yeah, um, I'm going to be boring and start with the goalkeeper, and I'm picking David De Gea. So you're not putting one Mata in your teammate. Okay, so Spain is off. All right. Take those lemons. Um, favourite moment from De Gea. You know, not so much a favourite moment. His best game was... Everton. Ooh, you think so? I was going to say Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Was it last yeah. season? Maybe was it before, the season before? before. He was... When Sanchez played for Yeah, Arsenal. yeah, yeah. Oh, he was unstoppable. Did you see the Arsenal fan team, their reactions that morning? Um, they were filthy, because Arsenal should have won that game like 6-3 or whatever yeah. the score was. Um, but yeah, he was Yeah, 3-1, I remember it. Um, and Lingard scored at the Emirates for yeah, the first time. Did his dance, one of his dances. Mm. Okay, so Daya, he is probably the one I was going to go for, because I guess there's only three keepers. You were, um, really? I would have thought you would have squeezed Mata in your te- into your teammates. So. No, no. In, in terms of goalkeepers, okay. I think there's one, one of three. Well, this is obviously Premier League era. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned that at the start. I'll stay clear of my goalkeeper now. I play tactical because okay. goalkeeper is obviously cleared now. Now, it's, we're playing a four-three-three. So flat four. Are we playing two sitting and a ten, or one sitting and two sort of midfielders? I so, mean, I've gone one sitting. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I've written down as well. Okay, this now, is a Mourinho 4-3-3, this is Fergie 4-3-3. Now, this is attacking football. Now, I will go on the left-hand side. The left winger, I'll put down Ryan Giggs um, to get okay. that Welsh, because not too many, unless you want to put Daniel James in there or Mark Hughes. I think Ryan Giggs gets his spot down there. Um, so I can't choose a Welshman? You can't, you, you can't have a Welsh player in your team. Yeah. Okay. So, Ryan Giggs, God, too many players. Besides the obvious... Um, Very chest moment. Yeah. Besides that, that obviously sticks out for so many reasons. 
one that does stick it weirdly, the goal against Wigan the, to win the league in just before the Champions League final. It was the day he equaled Sir Bobby Charlton's appearance record, which he obviously broke in the Champions League final. But there was just something about the camera angle. When he scored the goal to make it 2-0, and the way he ran along the away fans, I don't know, for some reason, obviously the rank, the goal against Arsenal does stick out. But for some reason, that goal against Wigan, just a good memory to have. On the day that he equaled, the, as I said, the record of Sir Bobby Charlton. One of my favourite all-time players. There is not a winger in world football who plays that way anymore. The closest would be Leroy Sané, left footer yeah, who yeah. plays on the left wing, but uh, it's a dying art. 100%. Okay, so we've both got one each. De Gea for Larry, Ryan Giggs on the left, and they different approaches. Left okay, wing mate. and goalkeeper. I'm gonna. On the clock. I'm gonna oh. take it to my left wing, and I'm gonna put Cristiano uh, Ronaldo. Yeah, he was gonna go on the right for me, but you've taken him. And a potential Nani bid. Favourite Ronaldo moment? Take your pick. It has to be the free kick against Portsmouth. Portsmouth, yeah. I just remember that goal and I was thinking, mate, this guy's arrived this year. And just the emotion on him after it. It well, well, you, 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 you almost assumed that was going to go in. You almost said he's going to try and dip this, and yeah. he, it was, almost wasn't a shock. As, as shocking as the free kick was, yeah. it was almost expected. Maybe this is a weird one, but I, for some reason, the counter attack against Arsenal, oh. where Rooney then passes to Ronaldo to finish, yeah. that sticks out for me as well. That was a big game as well, obviously, yeah. League, which a lot of people forget because we obviously yeah, did, we didn't go on to win it. Um, yeah. It would be a hell of a lot remembered if that was the semi final, which we obviously, if we beat Barcelona yeah. in the final. But. Um, yeah, that season. Well, those two seasons. And those two seasons, he wanted off to Madrid. Almost yeah. the same situation as Pogba. You know how we've always spoken about, when dwelling on it too long, but we, we talk about Rashford needing to evolve his game? Think about the Ronaldo who debuted versus the Ronaldo who left yeah. United. Completely different players. I remember when Ronaldo left, we thought, uh, me personally, I thought, oh, look, I'm, I was gutted. I, I was really sad that he left. But I'm thinking, well, 80 million for a play. He won't have a season like he just did. Well, he didn't. He did better. <laughs> Every single season he's done better than those 42 goals. Um, yeah, so what could have been. But um, now we'll move on. Now, I think I'll go back to the back four and knock over a unique nationality. I'll put Vidic as my Serbian okay. in the centre-back. Um, I think Vidic on, that, on the Champions League run, Moscow, I think we remember the shootout. remember John Terry slipping over. But Drogba was on fire that day. And you mentioned Vidic, just, I wouldn't say had him in his pocket, but Vidic that night, nothing got past him. He was unbelievable. And I think Vidic was one of those players that he almost played better. The harder it got for him, the play, I remember that time, it was a Mika Richards went through him, broke his nose, and Vidic was just smiling for the rest of the game with blood dripping yeah. off his face. I couldn't and, um, there was a whole debate, which we might get into Rio Ferdinand if one of us picks his, as our English option. But um, there was a whole debate Rio Ferdinand and Vidic, and I, I just think it's Vidic who was the better player. No, not better player, but I just think he was that much more important. Better than Rio? No, like, no, 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 I wouldn't say better. Yeah, I wouldn't say better. I just think, yeah. for what he was, I just think we wouldn't have had that success if he was Vidic wasn't the, there. We had so many leaders when in that 2007 period to 2011-12. But yeah, if I could imagine playing with anyone... Oh. It'd be Nemanja Vidic. It'd scare the shit out of me. Even, even training, I yeah. wouldn't want to be on the opposite team. They never played together, but imagine, just came to me now, imagine Roy Keane oh. and Vidic in the same team. Yeah, no, <laughs> you'd think there'd be some headbutts in yeah, that no. dressing shed. And I don't think the Serbians and Irish, I don't think they'll get on too well. They're training. 
But um, okay, that's my pick. My start of yeah. start of my back four. Speaking of the Irish, don't don't pick him. I'm picking I'm picking him, mate. Roy Keane. Ah, he's throwing Keane in there. That was Deep my next number pick. six. Roy Keane. Favorite Roy Keane moment. I'm too young to remember him. Got the tackle on Alfie Holland. Oh gosh. You know, actually, when I was in Ireland, I bought his book, and uh, it's such a brilliant read. And uh, one of the he's, he's talking about he's talking about that tackle, and he's saying how when they were doing the tribunal, yeah, he he was saying he knew he was screwed no matter what he did, and the question was always going to be asked to him, did you go in premeditated to do that? And even in the book, he insists he was never premeditated. He's like it was a spur of the moment thing. He's like he, he was a he was saying Harland was the sort of player who tried to intimidate. Yeah. So for him it was like I'm going to intimidate him. Yeah. So he wanted to go in hard, but he never went in with the intention of put his studs up the way he did. I mean that happens in football, spur of the moment. We saw a similar incident on Saturday, didn't we? Oh, God, it's all um, multiple. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the most probably the most memorable before all the wrong reasons, but. I think it probably does stick out for me, yeah. and again, maybe a little bit for your time, but um, Juventus away in a semi-final, just um, Champions League, which a lot, a lot of people make the argument, well, he got the yellow card, and the, that makes the performance better, because he knew he wasn't going to be playing in the final. Regardless, uh, which, which, no, I can understand the argument, it's valid, but regardless of that, just the performance, you look at that yeah. Juventus team, you know, Edgar Davis and Conte, which is obviously now the Inter Milan manager. Um, Zidane, they're back for Del Piero. They're the best team in the world. For uh, unbelievable. And I know we won. To, to be 2 0 yeah. down to them, and he literally just grabbed the game, like the old expression, by the scruff of the neck, yeah. and dragged United to the Champions League final. Um, that one does stick out for me. Wonderful player. Um, so you put me in a hole there with Roy Keane. He was my next pick. Now, the 4 3 3 is obviously away from Fergie's 4 4 2, but I will go. I think I have to go... You, you've thrown me here. I'm going to have to go left-back just to get out. I was going to go Dennis Hill and left-back, but I can't do that now. So I'm going to have to take the left-back out and take the Frenchman, Patrice Evra. Okay. So just to get that Frenchman out of the way. Um, Evra, do you have too many actual moments on the pitch? He scored a game I was at. He actually... I thought Vidic actually scored it, but um, was it a game against Liverpool and Vidic got the header. It actually flipped up. No, sorry, Evra actually um, got the header. But it flicked off Vidic and went into the goal, and we thought Ever had scored against Suarez. And um, the next, the rest of that game was hilarious. Just the, some of the stuff, some of the abuse sent Suarez's way. I think that is, or you can almost treat that as a moment, which we discussed in the Decade Awards a couple of months ago. Um, that whole Suarez situation, in terms of the way Suarez, um, Ever behaved and acted and sort of got on with his career, um, almost was a proud moment. Um, he came. I remember his first few games. I think he had. A, I don't think it was his debut. It might have been his debut away at the Etihad. We got pumped four-one, and um, oh, and Village to be fair was shocking. Yeah. I thought, oh my god, get Fergie, get rid was of these guys. No, no, no. Ever? No, this was his debut. Right. Um, back in, I think it was in two thousand four, two thousand five, and um, it was after the Champions League final with Monaco, and um, he was woeful. But he, he gradually got in there. And the team, to be fair, well, it was a rough it was a rough patch for the team. But once Everett got into his stride, I think it was probably the best left back. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe think of someone on Europe, in Europe if you can. 
but I think he was the best left back in the world for must have been, say, 2006 to, God, arguably 2012. Maybe you can make a case of Ashley Cole, players like that. I'm sure there's someone in Spain was, or Italy was challenging him, but I think he was the best left back in the world. If I was sensible, I'd say Ashley Cole was better. Yeah. Oh, purely, no, there's a case for Ashley purely Cole. Purely because just defensively I felt like he was better than ever. But I'm not sensible, Tom. Patrice Evra, I love this game. Ha oh, ha. There's still that hope that he has some type of future with United. Uh, who knows what role, but I don't know how those Monday motivational videos... A fraudulent director of football role. <laughs> um, who knows? Okay, so Evra. Now, that has always... That has thrown me as well, sorry, because... Obviously, I assume both of us probably had Eric Cantona somewhere in there, so no more Frenchmen allowed. Paul Pogba not allowed. Um, your next pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you with this one, mate. You're gonna be in pain after this one. It better not be the center. Is it a center forward? It is. And he's, and he's a Dutchman. Oh. And he loves pancakes. Oh, hang on, which Dutchman going? Rod Van Nistelrooy, oh, my friend. Yeah, no, that was me next to you. I was hoping you go Van Persie, but no chance. For me, Rad Van Nistelrooy is the best. Rude. Rod. Rod. It's been a long day. Rude. It's very rude of you to interrupt me. Rud Van Nistelrooy, for me, is the best pure striker I think I've ever seen. You, you talk about what this current side lacks. He is instinctively just, mate, that guy, he was selfish, he was arrogant, and he just scored goals. Easier than a kid could butter toast. He'd push his grandma down the stairs if it meant he'd score a goal. Oh, he would. And yeah. you look back, I looked at the game against Southampton, and I don't know if I mentioned, and that's why he picked Van Nistelrooy, but during the week, I've been watching 10-minute clips of Van Nistelrooy on YouTube, because I just think, against Southampton, that is what we missed. Just someone who would just elbow someone to get in the way and make sure he got a goal. Just someone who lives, breathes, and shits goals. Yeah. That's what we need at the moment. We need so many, so many different things. But... Um, God, he's a player. There's the goal. God, one of the memorable moments is the Arsenal whole situation. But I think that penalty against Arsenal, which he scored to stop yeah. the 49 games, yeah, uh, or stop the 50. Say, I think for me that's the most memorable moment, <laughs> just because of all the piss yeah. world. There was the um, Fulham goal, which was the furthest thing from a Rude Van Nistelrooy goal, where he picked up in his own half and just dribbled, took like 60 yeah. touches of the ball, dribbling yeah. past players, which was the furthest thing from his type of goal. But um, yeah, unbelievable. He, one of my favourite players um, growing up. Um, unbelievable player. Now I think I will have to. I can, I can, I can sense who you're going to pick next. I think <laughs> I'll, I think I'll have to go to centre forward now, just to knock that out. Venistra was my pick. I thought that was going to be a, a bit of a unique pick there, yeah. a bit of an out of the box, but it obviously wasn't. Wayne Rooney up you're front. Wayne Rooney goes up front for me. I think there are better strikers than him, and that's kind of stupid when you look at he scored the most goals. Um, but just what he's done like, there's the hat trick against Fenerbahce um, his obviously debut goal was in that Van Nistroy goal um, the Van Nistroy game against Arsenal he scored the second goal it's, it's, I don't want to say as bad as his career finished at United but it's a shame how it did end well, it, well, it ended with him lifting a trophy yeah. but those last couple of years were a bit disappointing but nothing to do with his, his form or his fault there was obviously bigger issues at the club but um, and it could have ended in earlier. It could have ended in 2010, yeah. 2011. Credit to Mourinho. I think the way it ended, it ended with dignity. Though you didn't, he was pulled out enough and brought in enough where he never looked terrible, and you never blamed him for anything. And I think that Mourinho handled that really well. 
I think the which I just remember then which should have been the first instinct the first memory the the overhead kick against City that's yeah, mate, he's had so many breathtaking... But, but, but I think that is the moment. Well, when you, you, can, you can probably pick 10 goals, but, yeah. but when you need a derby goal overhead kick to win the title, or pretty much win the title, um, yeah, I think that's Sitting the moment. Sitting here six, talking yeah. about this and doing this with you, you know how they say you don't know what you have until it's gone? Now you really appreciate... Well, we, we mentioned in that, the last episode that Wayne yeah. Rooney's what we're missing. He is. In many ways, he and is, but... We both called him to go um, two years ago. It was the right thing. Um, for me was and you know what I think United would and Mourinho said it he was happy to keep him as a squad player but the competitor that Rooney is he's back in England in January back in Derby get him on loan for the rest of the season maybe Okay, I have gone Rooney as my front. Now that has thrown. I want to pull skulls, but Paul skulls is now out of the equation. David Beckham's out of the equation. Yeah, you messed me up, mate. I know my next pick now because. But you're on the clock. I'm gonna get rid of some dead wood with this next pick. Oh. Uh, is, is, is that what you want in your best eleven? <laughs> Put some dead wood. Well, mate, it's inevitably gonna happen in, in this in this uh, in this game we're playing in this Russian roulette. Um, I'm going to go Gabriel Hines at left back. Oh, now, I, I, loved, I, I loved Hines, though, to be fair. Yeah, so... That is a weird no, one. For me, he's is a good player. Um, but I'm just like... That, that, that is a weird one. <laughs> it, it is a weird one, but the thing is, I'm thinking... I can't pick Dennis Irwin. I can't pick Patrice Evra. Who's the next one off the map that I remember? <laughs> it's You're not Gabriel gonna get, Hines. Not Alexander Portner? I don't, not Portner? Huh? Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Forgive my language, but... Um, Ashley Young can fill in, fill in at left back. You took the Englishman, otherwise he oh, would have yeah, been no, in there, yeah, mate. No, no, too bad. <laughs> he would have been first name on the sheet. I don't think Hines was a terrible player for us. I loved him. He loved an elbow. Anyone came in, into his sight, he'd always catch him with an elbow. Um, he actually played one of my favourite games for United. Um, the 4-2 at Highbury, where Ronaldo scored two goals. Do you remember that one? John the John O'Shea chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Heinz was left back there. He's up against um, Dennis Bergkamp and played on the right. Might have been Pires played on the right. And, um, oh, that was a brutal game. That was an old-fashioned United v Arsenal. Those red cards. Who got the red? Silvestre got the red card for United for headbutting for Dennis Bergkamp. But, um, yeah, look, the way it ended, he tried to force a move through to Liverpool. Ferguson blocked it. Yeah. Um, Look, it ended on a sour note, but he's a player that I did enjoy watching. Um, like Roy Keane and Vidic, you'd hate to be on the, op- the opposing team. He'd scare the shit out of you. But I think that is the job of an Argentinian left-back. So no Tevez and no... He probably wouldn't get into the team, but I was thinking maybe there's a case for Veron somewhere in there, but Veron... But Veron... Veron was a wonderful player, just did not fit the team, I think. Okay. Now, I will choose the South American, though, to fill in at right-back. Now, I think both, both of our first choice at right-back... Would oh, he, he knows who I'm going for? Would be Gary Neville, but we can't can't throw Neville in anymore. So the Brazilian Rafael goes in at right back. Um, now before Mata arrived on the scene, before I knew about the Spaniard, Rafael was my man at United. Um, unbelievable! I just think he was such. It was such a big mistake for Van Hal to get rid of him. Not in terms of quality, not in terms of performance levels. His attitude. I just he he's at the the desire the intensity everything he brought to the team and he was in there during a successful time it wasn't he he didn't come into losing teams he was there when we were winning titles and making Champions League finals yeah. um, my favourite moment has to be the goal at Anfield left footed curler into the top corner 
One that gets overlooked though was the. Um, that was the same game Van Persie scored the penalty. Yeah, wasn't the, it? the Van Persie penalty. Um, one that gets overlooked is he scored a rocket that same season away at QPR, end of the top corner. Go back on YouTube and type in Raphael against QPR. One of the best goals we'll see, which doesn't get mentioned about. But I'm glad you've stole Rude Van Nistelrooy from me, but I'm glad I snuck Raphael in there. Um, you know what else I love about Raphael? Mate, he was good for a red card. Oh, he loved it. And look, maybe playing, not winning the Champions League final, or not Champions League final, not progressing the Champions League, he got sent off against uh, Bayern Munich. He, he was rash and he, it did cost us some time. Loved it. But yeah, it's, about, it's the price you pay sometimes. If you had the choice of picking Raphael or Wan Bissaka now, Raphael. Really? Did you see, has Wan Bissaka put one in the top corner at Anfield yet? <laughs> no. Considering the way he is in the final third, <laughs> I don't know if he ever will. Well, he's got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, so, mate, in the process of elimination, I actually think this is a, a good choice. Um, I'm also going to South America. I'm going to the right wing. And I'm picking Mr. Right Foot, Mr. No Left Foot, Mr. Antonio Valencia. At right back or right wing? Right wing. Right wing. Tony yeah. Day. Valencia for me. Another one who doesn't really have standout moments. He's just you just remember it. Just especially in his early days, I remember the last. No, sorry, not the, not the last season we we won. No, it was the last season we won. What am I talking about? Where we went, seven shirt. Uh, the the tablecloth. Yeah, the league. That, yeah, that's, that's when he wore number seven, which yeah. a lot of people forget. Yeah, I think that that was the year for me. It was just like it, it just yeah. big shirt to fill. But in his peak, especially from when we signed him, probably up until that season. He would just used to. He had one move. He was gonna. He was gonna. Oh, sorry, it was the season before. Um, the season we yeah. lost the league. He scored yeah, a goal against. Um, which is always forgotten about because again we didn't go on to win the league, so it's not remembered. But um, it was away at Blackburn. He went past the fullback, and you just knew he was going to hit this as hard as low as he could, and hoping that everyone would miss it. And it yeah. was that shot that it was a cross, <coughs> cross that faded into a shot. Yeah, and went, the, in the, went in the far yeah, corner. Yeah, went in. Brilliant. Valencia had one trick, yeah. and he was damn good at it. He oh. dropped his left shoulder, he, he yeah. burned you, he kicked it on, and he crossed it in. And he was a master at it. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant for, the, for that four or five years. Great servant for United. Turned it, at one point for me, best right back in the world. Yeah. Mourinho's first season, I think he was. Yeah. He was very good. Even in the second season, absolutely brilliant for me. Um, didn't end the greatest. Uh, he, it's funny. He just he forgot how to attack when it was his greatest strength. But yeah, I think Tony V on the right, whipping balls in for Rude and Ronaldo. I think will do quite well in my team. Okay, now I just looked at my team and looked at your team, and I've already started to hit struggle streak. So I'm going to just take the easy option and go between the sticks. And big Peter Schmeichel, the Danish goalkeeper. I don't know if there's any other. Any struggle to find another Danish player? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's been any others. Um, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I think there's always the case there's who's the best keeper, De Gea, Van der Sar and Schmeichel. And obviously I've seen more of Van der Sar and De Gea, but Schmeichel's resume sort of always keeps him in that discussion. Um, and I think that is, is crucial because you look at that team in terms of that mentality of that team, the early 90s, or, or throughout the 90s, sorry, he was such a key part of that. Um, in terms of what we won, you don't be you don't become that successful and that consistently that consistently winning trophies if you don't have a goalkeeper like that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, in terms of moments, or besides lifting the which a lot of people forget, he actually was the captain when we won the Champions League final. 
there's that game where Eric Cantona scored away at um, it was away at St James's Park where we needed we went on that run of 1-0 wins and Peter Schmeichel made that save from Les Ferdinand I think it was just one of those ones where you see the goalkeeper makes himself big and makes a save I think a Champions League fight, the Champions League against Inter he did the same thing against Zamorano the cross came in and Schmeichel just makes himself big in mid-air so it looks like an actual spider in mid-air yeah. and makes a save so I think both of us have pretty much got that right with goalkeepers um, Van der Sar was going to find it hard to get in there but so De Gea and Big Pete um, next pick so we are going to start a hit struggle yeah, I'm just trying to think while, while, while you're talking my brain is scrambling <laughs> um, okay so this one's not going to Towards the end, I think our teams are going to have a balance. We're going to have some weak yeah. points. I'm going to go Eric Bailly as one of my centre-back options. Now, why that is, is because, one, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling. This is the point of the game. I'm like a two-year-old in the ocean, and I'm kicking, and I'm screaming for mum and daddy to come save me, and there's no floaties, and there's, and there's no big ringer for me to catch. And I'm just kicking away, that's hoping like some, I don't That's drown. like some grown adults I've seen when they get caught in a rip. To be honest, mate, that's me. At 25 <laughs> years of age. Um, Eric Bailly, when he's fit for me, is brilliant. And I, and I said this in, in previous podcasts. If Bailly could stay fit, I'd love to see a Maguire-Bailly centre-half pairing for us. I think that would be our strongest pairing. I think what Lindelof lacks is in the air. Bailly brings that, and he brings that physicality that... Maguire, for me, is not the most physical defender. He's not the... He's brilliant in the air, but he's not, like, brash. Bay for me, is bringing the... I mean, with Roy Keane as well, but Bay brings that, that rash side to this team. And if he could stay fit, I think he defends very well in this team. So we're not taking injury account here. Eric Bay, Cote d'Ivoire. No. He's tearing your attack apart. Hard to argue, and good tactics in terms of knocking over a nationality because we are hitting struggles. This is easy on paper. Now that the, the clock's ticking... It is hard, so I am going to knock an easy one out now. I haven't got number six, Darren Fletcher. Ooh, good choice. Throwing the Scottish player in there. Um, a little bit like you're saying, Valencia. Um, there's maybe not that standout moment. I think probably the standout moment for me is the double against that 4-3 game. Everyone remembers the Michael Owen goal. Um, Darren Fletcher actually scored a double. Um, that performance where it was in the Champions League, the... Tommy lost to Barcelona. Yes, we were absolutely annihilated by Barcelona, and Darren Fletcher wouldn't have made the difference. But there was that thing he was when he got sent off against Arsenal. If he wasn't sent off, we all say he shouldn't have been sent off. Technically, both should have been sent off. But if we had Darren Fletcher in Rome in that game, look, I'm sure Barcelona still would have won the game comfortably. But the form Darren Fletcher was in that season, the intensity he brought to that midfield, and I'm sure he probably wouldn't have got near Javi Iniesta, but he might have. You don't know how that would have happened, how that would have changed with Darren Fletcher. So, um, shame that not, not the way he ended. He obviously came on. He ended up having a very good career when he left United, um, but he obviously did fall ill towards the end of his time. But he came in for a lot of criticism when he came in a team because of the blonde hair, and he actually played right midfield. He was um, almost compared to the, the next David Beckham. Yeah. So he came in and he quite didn't quite live up to it. A lot of people sort of criticised him. Oh, you're only playing because Ferguson's Scottish and you're his son, etc. Um, but he came on and he was a crucial part of the team from, say, 2009 to pretty much when he left. So I think obvious pick for me, Darren Fletcher. Yeah, I'm um, very underrated. And I find it's lazy that 
people compare McTominay to Fletcher. I'm sorry, but yeah. Fletcher was a much better footballer. Yeah. Just on the ball, Fletcher miles ahead of McTominay. Oh, Tom, I'm, I'm having, having serious problems here, mate. <laughs> Consulting Google. I'm just going to check the nationality of a player as well. Um, so you're on the clock. Do you have anyone in mind or a position in mind? Well, maybe, yeah, so maybe we not might need to discuss it and feed off each other. I mean, oh, I, I just I, thought I of a brilliant right. one too and I'm, it's killing me. Can I change my formation? I think given the struggles we are facing... What, 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 what's the change you would like to make? Instead of a 4-3-3, I'm going to go a 4-2-3-1. It's a 4-3-3, just, yeah. Just, just, so, so, yeah, so. They, can, they, they can... This is Fergie's 4-3-3. Oh, yeah. They can do what they want. Yeah, so just drop a midfielder in besides, besides Roy Keane, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to play someone off the striker, arguably. And he's brilliant. And he scored a hat-trick against Liverpool. And he's got silky feet. He's got a great head. And his name is Dimitar oh, Berbatov. Oh, 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 playing him off the striker. I like it. Yeah, I think Berbatov for me. And look, this has been purely out of process of elimination. <laughs> so I'm changing my formation. That's how, that's how messy this is that's getting. A, that's a very good pick. Um, is there a more... His best first touch I've ever seen. Honestly. Is there a more underrated striker that United have had? If you're just looking at purely... He did perform for United. I mean, yeah. from a pers- perspective of he was a success. Yeah. But I feel like he just goes under the it's, radar. It's, it's criminally the, underrated. It's the body language. It's the vertebrae bracket effort. It's the lack of intensity. People need that all actions. You compare him to Wayne Rooney, like in terms of or color. He had he had Tevez yeah. to compete with at the time, and um, you couldn't find two different players to Berbatov and Tevez. And um, but yeah, one of my favorite players, Dimitar Berbatov. I, I understood the frustration. Could you imagine him now? the way he stands around. Could you imagine fans' reaction on Twitter? He would be... Per- um, if he was an option for United right now... Oh, no, 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 yes. He'd be brilliant. Oh, oh yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd slaughter him. Oh. oh, look at him. He doesn't play for the badge. Uh, he's lazy. He's standing around. You know what player has a similar demeanour probably up until this season? Martial. Yeah. But to, to Martial's credit, he's really worked on that. But, uh, yeah, one of my favourite players, Berbatov. Brilliant. Now... One that, again, by process of elimination, I'm just getting nationalities out there. Went out this one definitely before your time, but in terms of a Man United team, is the perfect Man United player. I'm going for a Russian. Okay. Any idea who? No clue. Okay, I'm going on the right wing. Obviously, did players right and on the left, but seeing I've got Ryan Giggs on the left, I'm going to throw him on the right. Andre Kanchelskis. Okay. In terms of a winger, he's what you want as a winger. Like Antonio Valencia. Square the fullback up, touch it past him, and use your pace to get around him. And obviously, a little bit before my time, I obviously caught the tail end, and obviously, been my life in YouTube watching highlights of Kenchelskis. I'd say he was a key part, and the the highlight for me would be the hat trick against Man City in the five 0 win. And I did score a hat trick against Man City. He's the only, I think, he's the player who scored a hat trick in a Merseyside. In a in a Rangers Celtic derby and a United derby, or somebody's. You know, I think he's the only player who scored a hat trick wow. in each, or scored in each. Maybe scored in each. But I'm not sure if he scored a would have scored a hat trick against Liverpool. But um, yeah, so I didn't think I'd be getting a Russian into this team. But Kanchelskis, I think, gives us good balance on the right hand side. Giggs on the left, Kanchelskis on the right. Strong. That's a team. Is it better than Valencia and Ronaldo? 
Well, Ren- Ren- we'll, we'll compare our teams. Uh, Ren- Ronaldo's the outlier because obviously Ronaldo is on a different level. Now, by what positions do you have to fill? I've got right back, and I've got one more central midfielder, and one one centre back as well. Yeah, actually. I've got a centre back and two midfielders. So this is going to be interesting. I would like to see who you have. Okay, so. And please give me a good detailed description on your player so I can have time to think about my next player. <laughs> okay, so this is purely scraping off the barrel here. It's been like that for the last two, I think. I'm putting Bastian Schweinsteiger in midfield. Good pick. Now, Bastian Schweinsteiger, for me, we didn't see his best at United. Um, and to be honest, I don't know if there was something going on with the board. Because under Mourinho, we didn't see Schweinsteiger too much. But when he came, I remember there were huge calls from fans. We're like, where's Schweinsteiger? Where's Schweinsteiger? Pick the guy. Pick the guy. And there was one game, I think it was in the FA Cup. I don't remember against who. And he got man of the match. And the relief from the United fans. Like, yeah, see, we told you so, Mourinho. And I, I don't know if it was him or I don't know if it was the board. But there was something funny about that situation. But for me, one of the greatest midfielders from the, of the early 2000s. Probably gets overshadowed a little bit by your Iniesta's, your Chavis, your Skulls. But for me, he was key to Germany winning the World Cup. Yeah. I, I think one thing was bad because, yeah, I love Schweinsteiger when he came in. I said, oh my God, we signed Schweinsteiger. And that season under Mourinho where he thought he was faded out. But then, I think Mourinho almost came out with a public apology saying, I feel sorry for the way I treated him. And um, he, he came back into the side for a few months. Um, I think we're short on a few players. Yeah. And, look, he didn't score in the League Cup final. But he did score in a League Cup game. I think it was his first goal for United. Or maybe his second goal for United. And, look, I look at these little things as fans. He scored a goal in a, in a knockout competition, which we end up going on to win. And that's something I do hold. But it, it's very minute. It means nothing. But for me, he scored in that tournament, which we won a trophy. Yeah. So I'm glad he had that little bit of, I'd say, contribution. Because he came with his expectation. Didn't quite work. But he did, leave, he did leave with an FA Cup and a League Cup. Are you talking to because you really feel this way or is it because you're still trying to think of a player no, in the back I, of your I head? I found a Norwegian. Oh, did you? Yes. And it's not Ollie because I have Rooney up front. Okay. Ronnie Jonsson. Treble, wow. treble winning defender. Slots in besides Amanda Vidic. Ronnie Jonsson, he's a very good player. Sometimes he could play in, in midfield, almost like Rio Fernandes. So I think it's a good, not that this is by design, but it does give a good balance to the back four. Vidic has been the sort of the hard-nosed, the rock. And Jonsson being able to step in and play a little bit. I don't know if I've got a best moment, to be honest, with Ronnie Jonsson. Maybe a little bit before my time, of, before I've appreciated the art of defending. But um, obviously the treble winning season does stand out. And he was a key part in terms of... He obviously started the final alongside Yap Stam. Yep. Um, as I said, I don't know too much about Jonsson. I'm, again search and Google for nationalities but that is Solskjaer and Jonsson off the cards in terms of the Norwegians was there anyone else what was Blomqvist or Swedish maybe Blomqvist is a player for you um, um, I have two midfielders to go you're on the clock now Now, what positions do you have do you have two more I'm, I'm going sweet I'm going um, but you have two positions left yeah which ones centre back and uh, right back defender and all oh, okay I've got two midfielders we haven't done we haven't done uh, Sweden yet have we we don't have a Swede. We don't. Okay, Victor Lindelof. Oh, Lindelof makes the team. Lindelof's going in at centre-back for me. Um, Is this a look to the future? Bayi and Lindelof, it's been done. And I'd even argue, up until we had Maguire, it was our best centre-half pairing, but we just didn't see it often enough. 
Lindelof's strengths obviously on the ball. Uh, greatest moment so far, you'd have to say his game against Juventus at home, which <laughs> we lost funnily enough. <coughs> but Lindelof on the ball is absolutely brilliant. The weaknesses in his game obviously in the air. But I'm going to say with, with Roy Keane, with Berbatov, with Ronaldo, with Rude, there's enough height in this team to cover him. They will protect him. They might also take him out. But I feel like there's enough in my team that I can get away with the defensive Bay and Lindelof because I'm scoring goals for fun. Well, what's your front three? Valencia, Rude and Ronaldo. We're probably on the left. I don't know if Valencia's going to offer too many goals. It's all about goals. He's gonna he's gonna be crossing him in. Now I do need, now need to think of a midfielder. I need two midfielders, and I'm struggling. I would throw Veron in there, but you've thrown Heinzer um, as the curveball in there. Can we go through some nationalities? We've got a Swede. We've got a Frenchman. We've got a Spaniard. We've got a Serbian. Have any? Have any? Uh... Oh, I've got one. I think I've got one. Um, can you go through your team again? Show us. Oh no, we've got a Brazilian. I was going to squeeze Anderson in there. Do have a Brazilian. Oh, God. It's Champions League. The key penalty. After John Terry missed, if Anderson doesn't... That was his first touch <laughs> of the ball. He came on for Wes Brown in like injury time of extra time. And came on... And literally, his first touch was to take that pressure penalty. Mate, you are that, struggling. That, <laughs> that, you are struggling. That is worth a spot in my team for me. But Brazilians is gone. Oh, now... He's in the team for me. You're missing a you're missing a very obvious guy. Well we'll come back to that. I think this is the obvious one. Now he does split split opinion. LG's Marijuana Fellaini. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was He comes say. in. And we just discussed this earlier in if you remember a couple of weeks ago we did the Decade Awards, the podcast of look back the last decade. When we're going through the the team of the last decade, he wasn't even mentioned, but he should have been Fellaini. You look at from 2013 to now, who's contributed more in terms of key moments? He scored some important goals. Very important scored goals. Against, scored against Manchester City. Very important scored goals. Scored in the Europa League final. Europa, Europa League FA, semi-final. Did he score in the FA Cup final? He scored, the semi, he scored in the, the Europa, semi-final. semi-final of Europa and FA Cup. Um, yeah, I, I think, look, we can sit here and criticise Fellaini for everything that he's brought to the club and the sort of almost the symbolisation of what he's been since he arrived. But sort of almost take your hat off and actually look at what he's contributed. And to be fair, he, for what he was, in terms of his ability as a player, he performed very well for United. Now, that wasn't good enough for United. But, look, if we go and play for United next week, we're going to give our all and hopefully we contribute something. He did that. Now, by the look of the fist pump in the air, Larry has found a nationality to squeeze into his team. So I'll shut up on Fellaini because that is enough on Fellaini. <laughs> going to cry, right? Is it? Is this an obvious one? <laughs> My right back is the great Matteo Damia. <laughs> Italian. Damian. Oh, mate. What can I say about Damian? Give, uh, give me a favourite moment of Damian. <laughs> Getting torn apart by Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez. I don't have a favourite moment from Damian. My favourite moment was him holding up the shirt showing that we signed him because <laughs> I remember well, thinking... Did we... you remember there was that press conference? It was a weird one. There was a press conference unveiling, which kind of never happened. Everyone calls for, but it never happens. That yeah. he was in a press conference with Schweinsteiger and Schneiderlin. <laughs> and it went for about half an hour. And 29 minutes of the questions went to Schweinsteiger and Schneiderlin. Yeah. And like, there was one question at Derby and said, are you happy to join United? <laughs> um, uh, you know what? 
Damian wasn't a terrible player for United. I think he just had that... Ter- he started really well. He had that one game against Arsenal where Alexis Sanchez just tore him apart. And we just never saw him again. <laughs> I think he's played about five games since. But what I will credit Damian with, every time he's been called upon in the last four years, you never heard him complain. He's been wanting to leave for the last three seasons. Has he been, and I 100% agree, but has he been a case of what we don't want at the club then, someone who is happy just to sit and collect a wage? I don't think he was happy to sit and collect a wage. I think he definitely wanted out. Last season, there were offers of up to $15 million for Damien. Larry just re- realised that I've found someone to slot into my midfield, but continue on the Italian right yeah. back. Um, should I even bother? Go on, give me what you got on. Try, try and validate his position in your all-time eleven. Look, he's the ultimate professional, right? You need it's 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 a team game, Tom. Not everyone can start every week. And Damien was. You have just now. We'll cut you there because you have just described my third midfielder, Park Ji Sung, South oh, Korean. He slips in there into a midfield three with Fellaini and Darren Fletcher. I don't know how that will balance, mate, because well, Park Ji Sung always played on the wing for Manchester United. He played in midfield in big games against Arsenal. You put him in there, Andrea. Andrea Perlo. What semi-final was that? The 2000. When we beat them four 0 in the Darren Fletcher scored the double hit the V shirt nine ten. No. Yes. Nine ten. In the first leg. He went and yeah. kicked Perlo for 90 minutes in the Sensiero, which we won. We won 3-1 or 2-1? 3-1, I think. Um, look, there's not... Park, what, he came in He came in as a right midfielder. From, and it's actually an interesting story. Go on to YouTube, or not on YouTube, go on to Google. Type in Park Ji-sung's treatment from PSV fans. When he signed for PSV, they hated him. Every touch he did, they booed him. After the game, they'd send him abuse. He hated PSV when he went there, but he eventually got into it and obviously became a very important player. But it's a very interesting story. But went to United and almost, not the same thing, but came with this, not expectation, but this sort of, well, he needed to needed to perform straight away because he's at a big club now. And he didn't set the wall a lot. He's very, oh, okay, he's a good player, but what does he really do? But during that successful period, which he was at United during their most successful ever period, he's almost... I don't want to say the key man. Obviously, wasn't the key man, but he was very important to it. Big game player. Big game player against Arsenal. His first name on the team. He, he could go four months without playing. He got Arsenal on the weekend. Ferguson will try him in starting in the midfield. We were talking about Dimitar Berbatov in my selection. The biggest credit you could give Park Ji Sung, rightly or wrongly, 2011 Champions League final. Yeah. Berbatov left out of the squad. Park Ji Sung starts against Barcelona. Yeah. Again, rightly or wrongly. We look backwards at the right decision. I think it was the right decision, but you look back at it. Balance of the team, you'd say, yeah. I mean, you would find, for me, you'd find space for Berbatov on the bench. But well, Michael Owen took his spot on the bench, for God's sake. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. But I think, yeah, that's, that's the biggest credit you can give Park Ji Sung. And I know people say, you know, Lingard's the modern Park Ji Sung. I think it can be. Um, that's another debate. Uh, but yeah, I'd agree with that one. I still think my team's better though. Okay, well speaking of that, the 11s are finished, so run through your 11 for me. David, and we'll make sure there's no mistakes as we go. David De Gea at the back, Spaniard. Okay, I have no Spaniards. Correct, go. Damien Italiano is bringing the pasta to no the Italians. team. At right back, yep. um, Bay Cotevoie, yep. Ivory Coast, and Lindelof. 
the Swede. Um, I've got Gabriel Hines from Argentina. Argenti- Argentina was a good knock because you could have you could have potential Veron, which obviously didn't light it up at United, but Tevez. potential and Carlos Tevez, which yeah. could have been important <laughs> if you got rocks in your head. Yeah. Uh, Roy Keane, um, beasting my midfield, yeah. and um, the wonderful German Bastian Schweinsteiger. Um, and then I've gone um, Rude van Nisselrooy and Berbatov just off him. Yeah. And then out wide, I've got Valencia crossing the balls for those two gentlemen to score. And I've got Ronaldo on the left to score, cross, do a few crossovers, smoke a cigar, whatever he feels like. I think Ronaldo is a key pick. Ronaldo's an important pick, so fair play for that. Now, my team, I obviously have Dane Peter Schmeichel, Brazilian Rafael, Serb Nemanja Vidic, Norwegian, which is a weird one, in Ronnie Jonsson, Patrice Evra, left back, um, Darren Fletcher in midfield, the lone Scott. Uh, Belgian Marwan Fellaini, South Korean, I think the only South Korean to play for United, probably. Yeah. Yeah, have to be. Park Ji Sung. Um, when I was maybe clutching at straws, the Russian, um, Andre Konchelskis, the only English in the team, Wayne Rooney, in the two teams, Wayne Rooney, all time goal scorer, so I'm initially going to score more goals than you. And Over a 15 year period, maybe. And uh, Ryan Giggs, the, the Welshman. Now, Obviously, my team wins. Now we will. Nonsense. We will let it up to the comments. So please let us know which team. We'll post the actual teams on paper so you can see which uh, have a better idea of which team would win. Um, now we will try and wrap it up because, like last week, a lot of people are now arriving, and Larry hasn't seen. But seeing him two foot behind him is a big. Just turn around and see. Um, is that a sheep? <laughs> Um, I don't know what it is. Time to leave. That's what it is. Okay. It is. Um, we're not on Oxford Street, but it, oh my god, it's getting worse. <laughs> so, I think wrap it up there, so it is time to leave. Um, if anyone wants to come to the Zetland Hotel on a Wednesday, you will see some scary sights. Yep. But um, yes, interesting to, way to wrap up the podcast. But um, that is a good time to leave it there. We will be back soon with. I've got enough like Noron Flynn. She did. It was blonde. She or he, um, yeah, might have been Fellaini. Um, we'll be back with a Leicester City slash Astana preview maybe a couple of days before the game, so please tune into that. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Always a pleasure, Tom. It, it was a challenge. It was easier it was easier before we started. It was, it was a good a challenge, idea. but like I do every week, I'll wipe the floor with you. Well, we'll see. We'll leave that to the comments, so please comment below which team would win, um, my team or Larry's team. So thanks again for listening. And see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.